Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who is ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be, stop making excuses, and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. If you're ready to liberate your true self and up-level all areas of your life and business, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. My guest today is Arielle Delosi, who is a spiritual embodiment facilitator and the creator of the Cosmic Magic Company. Her journey began when she left her corporate accounting career to start a bookkeeping business. Despite successfully growing her business, after diving into the spiritual world, she realized her higher purpose was to be a facilitator of energy healing. Her mission is to teach women that by reconnecting to their inner power, their bodies, and their minds, they can integrate with their higher selves and live a life of magic. She currently offers full moon and new moon ceremonies and will be launching her own magic candle line later this year. Welcome to the podcast, Arielle. Hi, Randy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you here and for this discussion because when we first connected, I knew you as the QuickBooks queen and now you've shifted into the realm of spiritual embodiment coaching. So I would love to hear the story behind this beautiful evolution. Yeah, definitely. It all started in January of 2020. So that's when I actually left my corporate accounting job to go full-time into what was at the time my bookkeeping business. I knew there was no way that I can run a business, grow a business, scale a business while working my corporate job, not only from a time perspective, but also just because of the way it was making me feel. And working that job was such a drain on myself mentally and physically. So despite not having any clients at that time, I quit my job and actually was able to scale my business rather quickly. And the reason at that time that I decided to start the bookkeeping business was it really goes back to what was what I felt like, oh, and the reason that I started a bookkeeping business is because it was the most believable thing that I could do at the time with my skill set. Because the reason I became an accountant was because I liked numbers, I liked business, I was good at math, so I decided to become an accountant. And then from there, when I knew I wanted to become an entrepreneur, The only thing that I really believed that I could do was continue to help people, but from the numbers side, I never stopped to consider what did I want to do? What did I like? What was like within the realm of possibilities? So it wasn't until after I scaled the bookkeeping business that towards like the end of 2020, so probably November or December, that I really started to reflect on 
what was the direction of the business? I surpassed my corporate income. I had a full bookkeeping roster and I was really trying to reflect on where do I go from here? Do I want to do an agency style and hire bookkeepers beneath me and continue to help the entrepreneur community? Or did I want to take a complete new direction? So for me, being already within the spiritual world, I dove deep into manifestation, energy, Reiki, breath work, just because I wanted to, well, at the time, I was doing it to just feel good within my own body. But after getting deeper and deeper into the spiritual world, I realized that this is something that I didn't want to only practice for myself, but I wanted to help others with this because I know that there is a magic that can happen within one breathwork session. There is magic that can happen within one Reiki session or just one session with someone diving deep into inner child healing. And that's when I started to realize that I wanted to be part of it. And it was just kind of like a calling that I can no longer push aside. Because for me, what I was manifesting towards the end of the year was really clarity. Clarity on what direction I wanted to take and what I wanted to do and kind of like all that fun stuff where it was no longer focused on just, I'm manifesting $10,000. I'm manifesting five new clients. It was none of that. It was more so I really asked for clarity and then the download started to happen and I got exactly what I asked for basically. So it started to... It started off as me really getting into, I joined a breathwork certification program, which is actually kicking off next month. And I'm currently going through like NLP training. And for the first time, it just feels like I'm on the path that I'm meant to be on. Even though it's still just the first baby steps, it's already all starting to come together. I feel like that took a lot of courage within you to make that shift from a successful booked out business, you know, with your bookkeeping business to going into the spiritual realm. So what has helped you in that process to really strengthen your commitment to pursuing what you know is your soul's purpose? Well, to start off, I don't believe in coincidence and I don't really believe that there's a bad path. I believe that things that we feel weren't meant for us could have been more of a learning lesson. And I'm someone who can act out of fear. And I was afraid to jump into the spiritual world. But if I really look at it, in one year, I was able to grow and scale a business that really wasn't even within my heart's calling. So if I could do that with something that wasn't in alignment, what could I do if I actually did something that like lit my soul on fire? So I think I kind of reflect back on that. And I'm currently keeping my bookkeeping roster just as I figure out um, everything with the more spiritual side of the business. So I can always rely on that income as I continue to grow my dreams. And also going back on that, I've already started to announce what I'm doing. I told my partner who's supportive. I told my friends. I made sure to get it on camera that this is what I'm doing so that at this point, there's no going back. I love that. And I love that you're giving yourself this like transition period, because I think a lot of times when we have these types of like awakenings or like moments where we have these great epiphanies and we see with so much greater clarity, we can feel this pressure to make the shift right then get to what we see as the finish line faster. But I think it's about like embracing that middle part of the journey as well. Oh, definitely. That's where that's where the clarity happens. That's where the growth happens because we're so focused on what the result is 
And this is going to sound like a broken record. I know everyone says this, but I'm going to reiterate it, that it is about the journey. It's not about the destination because during the journey, you become the person that is meant to have whatever your destination is. Um, had I not gone through the bookkeeping business, had I not, because when I was doing my the bookkeeping business, I would say about probably 50% of my clients are spiritual entrepreneurs. And I was able to, this past year, well, in 2020, watch them grow a business, watch them make so much stinking money doing something that helped others and doing something that was good for them. And it kind of gave me watching them scale. Like I have nothing but respect for all of my bookkeeping clients and watching them grow kind of gave me the confidence that, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too. Even though I might do something completely different in the spiritual world, but it kind of like, so going through the bookkeeping process, it gave me the confidence that, yes, I can grow a business. Yes, people do need this. Yes, there are people in my space who are successful at this that I can look up to and admire and listen to for like advice and confidence. Honestly, I, even though doing the bookkeeping wasn't really my heart's calling, it led me to become the person and have the confidence to now say, you know what, I want to be a spiritual entrepreneur. So had I not gone through that journey, I wouldn't be the person that could stand up and say, no, we're taking a redirection. That's so powerful because I think it really takes a level of self-confidence and self-trust to take that leap because I see a lot of people living kind of on the edge where they want to take that leap, but they just don't have that sense of trust in themselves. So it sounds like you leaned on what you had already accomplished before and the evidence that you could succeed as well as using other people as a reflection and expansion of what could be possible for you as well. Definitely, because there is a lot of imposter syndrome when it comes to being a business owner, when it comes to anyone who uses social media to run their business. And because you might start to see like, oh, well, this person does that or that person does it. So that means I can't do it. But in reality, we're actually focusing our mind on that result. So when I was a bookkeeper, all I would see on Instagram was other bookkeepers. And that's because that's where my head was at. So I was kind of tuning out all the noise of other entrepreneurs, but I was for some reason fixating on the bookkeeping. And at the same time, like there are never going to be enough bookkeepers to take care of every single online business. So it should never be a competition when you see other people in your state doing the same thing or something similar to you. So once I decided to get into the spiritual world, all of a sudden, I would see mindset coaches, spiritual empowerment, spiritual embodiment, spiritual mentors. And I could have, I could have chosen to take that as, well, there's so many people doing it. They, there's not space for me or they're already on step 10 of their journey. Why would I start at step one? But instead, I chose to look at that as a reflection of this is what's possible. Hey, this person is doing something similar, not identical to you, and they are kicking butt and they're making a difference and they're making money. So I chose to, and it's sometimes something that I have to actively choose to do, <laughs> is to like look at anything that I see as a reflection of what's possible and not as a reflection of your competition. Because we're not in competition with each other, because everyone is completely different and is going to serve the community in a different way. Like there's no such thing as an identical offering when it comes to, unless you're actually copying and pasting someone's work. Uh, there's no such thing as an identical offer just because the person leading it 
is going to do it from a different mindset, from a different energy. And you could go through two identical programs. And if the facilitators or coaches have different or different energy types, you're going to have a completely different experience. Absolutely. And I think that that's such a great point because I hear all the time that the online space is becoming more and more saturated. And I just don't subscribe to that belief because like you said, we all have a unique energy that we're bringing to the work that we're doing. And I also think that there's not really such thing as an original thought or idea. Like we're just all putting our own perspective and energy into what we're creating. But that doesn't mean that we have to be coming up with things that are totally different in order to stand out. It's just about bringing our own essence to what we're doing. Exactly. And feeling empowered while doing it. Because you honestly, when it comes to creating something new, you have to be in the right energy. Otherwise, it's not going to happen or it's not going to feel good while you do it. And that's something that I'm really leaning on because I don't like change. I'm one of those people where I don't like change. I'll do it, but I won't enjoy it. So now I've actually developed my own practice where every morning I have my dance party. I jump on my trampoline. I get myself hyped to go on this new adventure, even though it's scary, even though it's terrifying. I'm hosting my first event tomorrow on a Zoom call of something I've never done before. And instead of like giving into the fear, because we're always going to have like our ego is always going to want to protect us. And it's always going to be like, no, Ariel, don't do this. Don't go out of your comfort zone. So I actively have to hype myself up, get my energy right just to even show up. Like that's what I was doing before our call as I was jumping on my trampoline, listening to Do You Believe in Magic? Hey everyone, I want to take a quick second to let you know about my self-paced course, Launch Your Podcast. If you've been loving this episode and are feeling inspired to launch your own podcast, I have created a self-paced course that is exactly what you need to get started without the overwhelm and stress that typically accompanies launching a podcast. Podcasts are one of the best marketing strategies for your business. They're a much more effective way to get your message out and build your business than even social media or email marketing. With social media, the algorithm changes all the time and your content doesn't always get seen. And emails often don't even get open or worse, they end up in the spam folder. But with podcasts, you have the ability to get your business in front of millions of people around the world. And starting a podcast is actually much easier than you may think. Hosting podcasts is a great way to build awareness of your brand, spread your message, and turn prospective clients into paying clients. If you're ready to build a pipeline of consistent leads to fill up your one-on-one coaching, group programs, courses, even sell your products, then starting a podcast is right for you. And I'm going to show you how with my easy-to-follow step-by-step system. This self-paced course will teach you everything you need to know about creating a podcast, including all of the tech stuff and how to build your audience so you can grow your business through the power of podcasts. I'm offering this four-module self-paced course at over 60% off now through the end of April. Right now, it's only $77. Go to the link in the show notes now to grab yours. Now let's get back into the episode. 
I love that so much. That's so fun. And because you are about bringing that magic into life. So what do you see as some of the ways that we're limiting ourselves from experiencing magic in our lives? I think a lot of it comes down to surrendering what you believe it's supposed to look like. Because if we force anything, it's not going to feel good. Like, for example, is that I started with developing a more spiritual morning routine, which includes a tarot poll, journaling. Sometimes I'll do a meditation. Sometimes I'll do a few minutes of breath work. And then eventually that turned into, oh my goodness, I got to wake up. I got to wake up early enough so that I can get through an hour of all this stuff and just releasing that. Stop, like, I have to stop forcing myself to do something and just kind of like, what do you feel like? What does this feel like? What do you want it to feel like? Because if you go into something, even something that's good for you, like let's say exercising, like everyone knows exercising is good for you. Everyone knows that moving your body is good for you. But if you do it from a state of, I have to do this in order to succeed, I have to do this in order to be healthy, I have to do this in order to feel good, then it's going to be a miserable process. So I think really a lot of it is releasing this need to do certain things in order to in order to improve, in order to expand, in order to grow, and just feel into like, does this feel good right now? And ask yourself, the answer is no, don't do it. Maybe in 20 minutes, it'll feel good. Maybe in 20 minutes, it'll be a yes. Or maybe you're just not meant to do that thing today. But I think a lot of it is just releasing control of what the process is supposed to look like. And that might be crazy coming for me to say, because up until, up until this point, up until breaking through this transformation, I was one of those people where it's like, nope, I got to have my, I got to have my five month plan, my six month plan, my five year plan, and I'm going to do everything on that plan. And kind of just like throwing that out the window and being like, okay, what do I need to do right here in this minute to feel good? Is it laying on my couch? Is it going for a walk? Is it responding to emails? Is it playing on Instagram? And kind of just really taking it more of like a moment by moment rather than I need to do X, Y, Z in order to be productive today. And just going a lot easier on myself. I feel like that's been the biggest learning lesson for me over the past few months. That's so beautiful. And it really ties into the work that you're doing, like all of the modalities, the breath work, the... NLP, all of that's coming back to helping people connect to that inner power within them. So what do you see is, I know you expressed some of this before, but what are like some other ways that we're not connecting with our inner power and how is it showing up in our lives? I think it really comes back to not listening to our intuition. Because like I said before, it's that when we feel like we, there are things we need to do, we're blocking off all the other possibilities. If we're saying this is what has to get done, but we're blocking off anything new or any other opportunity from happening. So I think really by tuning into our power, we really have to look inward and like, what do I need in this moment? So sometimes that can be for me, I need if I'm angry, if I wake up frustrated, because sometimes we just wake up angry for reasons unknown. It's like, I might need to do some breath work. I do the breath work. I feel so much better and ready to actually go about my day or continue my day. Or a lot of it is more so just listening to what your body is telling you. Because at the end of the day, you have the answers. They're just within yourself. And it's a matter of actually listening to what it's saying. 
because when I was making the transition from bookkeeper to starting the cosmic magic company, is that the whole time my ego was saying, no, we're not transitioning. We are continuing to do bookkeeping. That is what stays. That is what you've been doing the last year. Why, if you start something new, you're just going to be running from opportunity to opportunity. And I just had to silence it. Whether that was from like my meditation or like I keep going back to breath work, but it's just such a magical experience that it's hard for me not to because I really feel like that's what allowed me to start to silence all the ego thoughts and really like silence them so that I can listen to what the higher self is saying. And it's really about like getting in touch with yourself and what you want. Like who do you want to be or who did you want to be before the world told you who you had to be? For me, that was an accountant. That was accounting because before I decided to become an accountant, I was very much in the spiritual world. I grew up with a family that was very in touch with their spirituality. And at some point in my life, I felt unsafe. So I jumped into the most safe career path, which is business and accounting. Accounting is probably arguably one of the more uh, straight line, streamlined careers. So I did the most, the safest thing that I could do. And all along that time, I lost touch with myself. I lost touch with what I actually wanted. I became a very rigid type A person when in reality, that's not who I was. That's not who I was meant to be. I meant to be more flowy, which I'm sure if you've heard me speak in the past, even my voice might sound a little bit different. And that's just because I'm releasing all this junk of who, who am I supposed to be? And I'm really starting to lean into, well, who the heck do I want to be? That's so powerful. And I love that breath work really unlocked that for you, like giving yourself that permission to lean into who you were naturally versus who you thought you should be. So I'd love to hear what other things, breath work and this new path that you have been on, how this has shifted your life and what this has made possible for you. I think the biggest thing that it's done for me is that it's allowed for me to, in a safe environment, get rid of all of these, the trauma and the pain and the negativity that I've been holding on to for however many years. Because with breath work, it is a relief. Sometimes it can be very soothing, like a meditation. And other times I will be laying on the floor in a ball, scream crying while doing a breath work session. But even though like it varies like what your reaction is to it is that I've always felt more in touch with myself afterwards. And it's it's hard to explain unless actually going through it. But breathwork just kind of allows you to release all of that garbage, all of that nasty energy and allows like the energy to flow the way it's meant to flow. Because when we hold on to trauma, it's blocking energy in our body from moving the way it's supposed to. So with breathwork, you're forcing the breath into the places where that trauma sits. So that way you can release it and you can feel into your body again. So by doing that, I have been able to feel into who am I? Who do I choose to be? I am, I have released so much anger, so much like hostility because I like to show up as this bright, bubbly person, but beneath the surface, there's, there's so much pain behind everyone has a story that doesn't make it onto social media. And I've just been allowed to release that in a way that it's not like I'm freaking out on my partner or I'm taking it out here or in other unhealthy ways because 
a lot of times when we hold on to things, it just bubbles and bubbles and bubbles up until we explode. So by doing this breath work, it's allowed me to remain in a place of calm as I'm going throughout my day. And I'm not, I feel like I'm not reacting to situations anymore, but I'm actually just flowing through them, flowing through situations. It's hard to explain how breath work feels, but it really is something that I highly recommend to anyone who needs a little bit of relief. I love that you said that it helps us with our reactions, because I think that that's what's actually creating a lot of turmoil in our lives is that we're so quick to react to things externally instead of just like taking a deep breath and really connecting inwards. We've just created all of these like landmines that we're stepping on, you know, by reacting to things. And it's like these landmines we've placed there ourselves because we haven't learned how to like feel through those emotions, those triggers that are coming through. And I think breath work is such a powerful way that allows you to do that. Oh, definitely. And it's allowed me to show up as a better partner, as a better daughter, as a better sister, like and every as a better business owner as it's just a better friend everything like it's allowed me to because I'm not reacting as or at least as as harshly anymore to situations where it's like I can actually oh this thing just happened okay let me think through this how do I feel about this what do I think about it rather than being quick to quick to think or quick to talk or quick to do it, it's allowing me to just show up stop for a second think and then proceed with whatever's going on so it's affected probably every relationship that I have and for the better. I love that so much. It's just been so beautiful to see how you've owned this evolution in your life. I think a lot of times we see people, they have this awakening and then they're scared to take that leap. So it's just been so incredible to see how you've owned this and, you know, are going to be launching your own candle line and all of these things. What do you see as the future of your business moving forward? So that depends if we're talking about the short term or the long term, because if we're talking about the long term, I definitely see myself hosting some type of spiritual events or retreats. I love in person. I love that we've been able to connect with new people through social media, through Zoom, but I love human interaction like one-on-one. So I see myself almost like hosting events where we're going to take a week or a weekend go to this location, we're going to do breath work, Reiki, yoga every day, and just feel good. So I see myself as hosting women's circles, as well as we're going to be launching this candle line this upcoming April. I'm hoping my dream for that is to be, for it to become a storefront. But it's all about the baby steps. So we're working towards that. And we're also starting to do, I say we, but it's really me and my, my partner. <laughs> I, I don't know why I just like learned to use the word we whenever I talk about business because it's not all me. I have an amazing team who helps me every step of the way. So also like having uh, my full moon circle. So I feel a lot more there's going to be a lot of spiritual events in the near future. That's amazing. And I can't wait till we can get back to in-person retreats because that's so transformational and life-changing when you can be in that energy with like a group of other women. It's so powerful. Tell me about your full moon and new moon circles. What are some of the practices that you do around that time that help you with manifestation? For people 
people who aren't too familiar about the moon cycles is that during a full moon or during a new moon, there is a different energy in the world because there is the, the energy of the moon does affect us as humans, as creatures living on earth, and also as women, that we are affected by the energy of the moon. So when it comes to full moon and new moon circles, I'm really trying to create a place where women can come together, where we can feel through all of this energy, talk about it, feel safe, feel heard, and really use that energy to help our manifestation. So such as there's going to be a full moon tomorrow night at the time of this recording, and it's all about release and surrender and getting rid of all thoughts and actions that no longer serve us. So I really just want to be able to bring women in the spiritual world, whether they're just curious and have never done anything spiritual before, or if they already have their own practice and just have a space for us, because I do believe in the collective energy and that by bringing us all together, the energy of that is going to be so magical. And that's also my favorite word. So I've said it about 50 times now, but it's just going to be so magical and allow us to continue to manifest and continue to release all this garbage that's not serving us. Mm, that's so needed right now. And I just love it. And it sounds so aligned for you. And I'm just so excited for you, Ariel, to just continue to witness your evolution as you step more into your true power and true purpose. Before my last question, is there anything you wish I would have asked you or a message that you would like to leave with my audience? Sure. So there's something that I'd like to leave your audience is that I would love for them to know that regardless of where they are now, regardless of their past, regardless of whatever has might have happened to them, that they are divine beings having a human experience. And with that, that there is a magic, there is a power within every single one of us that just needs to be tapped into for us to have everything we want out of life, for us to have and live in our purpose and within our higher selves. And that's really what I'm trying to do is to help women see that because coming from someone starting step one or maybe even not having started any kind of spiritual or personal development, it can be really intimidating, you know, to see these women dancing on Instagram, talking about manifestation, talking about higher purpose and all of that. So I just want anyone who's listening to know that regardless of where you're starting, the most important thing you can do is to just to just decide, make that decision to yourself that you deserve more because you do. And you have the power to create that life that you want. It's just a matter of figuring out how do I tap into that power? And that's exactly what the Cosmic Magic brand is trying to do. I love it so much. It's so exciting. I can't wait for your candles to come out. And my final question is related to taking inspired action, because I think that that's how we actually integrate what we're learning from conversations like these and start to see real transformation in our lives. So what would be three inspired action steps someone could take today to live a more uplifted life? The first thing that they should do is to make a decision on who do they want to be. And I talked about this before, and I talked about this about what you feel is believable. And that's how I started the bookkeeping business is because I chose that because it was the most believable thing I could do. And I want them to step one, make a decision that if anything was possible, who would you be and what life would you want? Because if we keep focusing on what's believable, we'll never actually get to what's in our heart and what is our heart's purpose and heart's mission. We'll just continue 
to living based on society and who society tells us to be. So step number one is to figure out if anything were possible, what life would you be living? And then I would say step two would be from there is, so what can you do today to get to where you want to be? For me, that was hosting full moon circles because I'm not quite yet certified in all these modalities. Well, I guess technically for me, making the decision was to enroll in these courses in order to get certified. And then step three would be tell someone who you know and trust about this and what you're doing. Because I feel like if we keep it to ourselves, we can keep pushing it off until tomorrow. And then eventually tomorrow becomes next month, which becomes next year. And the reason I was able to do this so quickly is because I told my partner about it and he supported me and he would ask me, okay, so what are you doing today? Or I would tell my friends who were also in the spiritual space, hey, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to be. And then they would start checking in on me like, hey, did you do it yet? Because I feel like once we say it out loud, it becomes more real. I feel like that's like the biggest thing you can do, especially if you're someone who might be afraid to take that transition, is to start telling people. Because once you start telling people that you've made a declaration and there's no going back. So powerful. Thank you so much, Arielle, for being here and for sharing all of your beautiful wisdom. Where can my audience find you, connect with you, and learn more about you? Got it. Yes. My Instagram handle is Cosmic Magic Co as well as that is the name of my website. And we will be having a YouTube channel launch shortly. Amazing. So exciting. I cannot wait for all of the things. Thank you so much again, Arielle, for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.